Hello authors, welcome to episode 29 of the Creating Happy Writers podcast. I'm your host Steph Caswell and I am thrilled you're tuning in today for an episode that's all about something that can be a little bit of a snore fest and that's email marketing. But before we get into it, I just want to remind you that this podcast is for you if you are a coach, a consultant, an entrepreneur who wants to write a book in their niche and, you know, take their business to the next level. And if that is you, then you're so very welcome here in the Happy Writers community. If you want a free PDF download uh, to help you plan that best-selling book in your niche, then head over to my website, stephcaswell.com, and you will find it right there ready for you to download. You can also find further support in my book, which is called Dare to Write, and it's on Amazon right now if you want some support to go from initial idea all the way through to publication. So without further ado, let's dive into the episode about email marketing. Sometimes I think as authors, when we think about things like email marketing, it's very overwhelming. And as a business owner, we know its importance, right? We know that the whole idea of not owning social media, you don't own that land and that you really should have an email list. And if you're like me, you've probably got an email list. Well, I hope you have. Um, But it's probably taken you a little bit of time to get into the routine of emailing people and you know, getting in touch with them. Maybe you were really good and you had a freebie that people downloaded and signed up to. And maybe you then kind of let things go a bit and you haven't emailed and spoken to your audience in a little while. Or maybe, just maybe, you are one of those people who's super, super organized and you've got your email marketing game on and you're totally confident, shall we say, in how to email people. But when it comes to emailing people about your book and in your role as an author, it's really worth thinking about the strategy moving forward. And if you have got yourself into a good routine of sending emails weekly or monthly, or like me, fortnightly, um, this is a great place to be in because you have already got a system, you've already got a routine going. And like many, many creative things, just getting into the habit is the hardest, hardest thing. So as an author, What's the best way to engage with with your, maybe your current list and get more people onto your list to read your book and find out all about you? I'm hoping this episode is going to give you some things to think about, some things to try, because it's super, super important in this day and age to have an active email list and to be engaging with them regularly. I've got some stats for you before we go in to any kind of strategy, because I really want to hammer home the point that email marketing is a really, really important part of your author journey. And if you've not done it before, or maybe you're you're somebody who's, like I said, let things slip a bit when it comes to contacting your list, don't worry about it. We've all been there. But these stats will hopefully help you realize why it's so important. So are you ready for them? Four billion people use email every single day. 306 billion emails are sent or received every day. 81% of business-to-business marketers say their most used form of content marketing is an email newsletter. 84.3% of consumers check their email at least once a day. That's sometimes up to 20. And I think we can all relate to that, can't we? 41% of email views come from mobile devices. And the return on investment 
on email is an impressive $36 to every $1. So it really is something to use more, to utilize and to really bring into your author game if you're not already. And the simplest way to start really is if you already have a newsletter, if you are somebody that actively sends out regular communication to your audience, then build in a section of your newsletter that is just dedicated to your book and talking about your book. Even if you haven't written it yet or you're in the process of writing it, start to bring people on that journey because what we know and understand about readers is that they like to be part of what you're doing. They like to be involved even before you've actually finished your first draft. Now I'm in the middle of writing my cozy crime novel and as much as it's causing me a lot of pain it's also allowing me to bring my audience on the journey and what I've decided to do is and I know this is about social media but for social media I've decided to put up my daily word counts for a bit of accountability but also to bring people along on the ride but in my email newsletter I'm already referencing it I'm talking about it now the people on my email list aren't people that are necessarily going to be buying my cozy mystery but it's just a good way of showing people about my writing habits and it just goes to show how important consistency is and that's a really big part of the message that I put out there that consistency when it comes to writing is key no matter what you're writing it's absolutely crucial so if you have your email newsletter and you've got your section mapped out, what kinds of things can you start to include in there? Well, if I'm honest, you can start talking about the content of your book, what's in the chapters. But I think what people really like to know about is the process. They really love to know what goes on behind the scenes as you're writing. And often we feel like, why would anyone be interested? But you'd be surprised. As soon as I ever talk about or share anything to do with my writing process, even if it's just the playlist I'm listening to when I'm writing people love it people want to know and they talk about it and they tell me what they're listening to and in your email newsletter it can be about the process and maybe sometimes reflecting on it how hard maybe you're finding it or how easy that week of writing has been or what you've learned about publishing in the process because even though people may not necessarily be writing their own book in your audience it's just about growing their awareness of the process in general but also just getting them to enjoy watching you go through the process so if you're thinking to yourself no one would be interested I promise you give it a whirl and get people who maybe are thinking of working with you maybe they downloaded your freebie and they're on your email list it starts to give people an opportunity to think yeah when that book comes out I'm definitely going to read it rather than just throwing the book at them as soon as it's out there. Start early and you will reap the rewards. I absolutely promise you that. But also it gives you a chance to talk about the wider stuff that goes on when it comes to writing a book. And it can be around imposter syndrome. It can be around um, confidence or perhaps the habits that you've had to put in place, or maybe just sometimes when you've got a bit of self-doubt and you're listening to the inner critic, all of those things everyone can relate to in some way or another. So if you're able to talk about those things and to share your insights and share your thoughts regularly as part of that section to your newsletter, then that will help engage people and they'll connect with you and connect with your book. Now, if you want to get more people on your list, it's always a great 
time to think about your freebie and it could be that you have more than one freebie for different types of audience or people who are at different stages on their journey with you and I would say that a really nice thing to do is to have a freebie that is book related because if people sign up to that particular thing it might be that you're giving them a heads up to your introduction to the book or you're letting them have a sneak preview of some of the action steps or anything that is linked to your book that you can start to get people onto your list about then you can segment those people and you can start directing more of your book related things to them and if your book is not yet published then you've got some ready-made buyers right there Um, But if it is published, then you've got an opportunity to get some reviews, to engage with your audience, to find out what they liked about it, and to really build a community around your book. And that is such an important step. And I think it's one that we underestimate the power of, if I'm perfectly honest. If you've already got your book out, here are some ideas about how you can get some more people on your list. It could be like I said, you share the introduction with your, with your potential readers and they can download that and then they can buy the book and read the rest of it. It could be that you have some special offers for readers that you've got some things that they can download or access. So it's almost like sort of reader freebies, things like that, that maybe those people who haven't read the book aren't getting access to. And that can really help with getting more people on the list and enticing people to A, read the book, but also to become a wider part of your community. There's also the option to offer audio versions of your book or one or two chapters. It could be that you do a little mini podcast that goes alongside the book that people can sign up to listen to. Sometimes it's about things like a little mini course. I've read a book called Superfans by Pat Flynn. And with that came a course Uh, that ran alongside each chapter. Very small, only like a few minute videos for each chapter that he put together, but it certainly helped to consolidate what I'd read about in the book. And that can be an option that can get people onto your email list. And I thought it was a really effective one. Okay, so once you've got some people on your list or you're starting to grow your list, then what? Because it's something that we can, like I say, go into with the best intentions. But once the sort of familiarity of trying to send something out weekly or fortnightly kicks in, it can feel a little bit overwhelming to know what to keep including. I have my newsletter, which is called The Right Stuff, which is all about publishing and writing advice for people who are you, basically, people listening to this, who want some advice and support on their writing journey. And I send that out fortnightly. So it's it's nothing that feels too onerous. And I'm a big fan of making sure that what we do is is right for us, is right for our business. So if you are thinking, I've got to send something weekly, I've got to talk about my book weekly with people, of course you don't if that doesn't fit in A, with your business model, but B, with your energy levels, because I'm all about the energy levels. And I, at the moment, at the capacity I have, cannot write anything more than once a fortnight because I just feel as though if I did, I'd start to resent it and I wouldn't want to send it and I'd stop doing it I start putting it off all those things that you know just creep up on you when you're feeling under pressure and you haven't got sort of a good balance between rest and work which can happen to all of us can't it so do what's right for you when it comes to to your newsletter or do what's right for you when it comes to talking about your book in your newsletter it might be that you add something book like every month or every other week or depending on the frequency that you already have. So please don't feel as though it's something that you have to do all the time to get the message out there. Just do what feels right for you. 
you want people to look forward to your emails, don't you? You want them to inspire and educate people. And if you start to resent writing them, that will come across for sure in the content and the vibe that people get from you. I've got a few favorites when it comes to email newsletters that I thought I'd recommend to you in this episode because they're really good examples of short, sharp emails that deliver what they need to deliver but aren't too long in the tooth because I don't have time, much like you, to read long, long emails. If they're monthly newsletters, I do tend to set those aside and I do tend to make the time to go through the longer ones because I know I'm going to get a lot from them. But if they're too long and they're every week, then I just unfortunately don't open them and I'm sure you can relate to that. So I've got, I read something called The Switch by Helen Perry. So if you know Helen, she's on Instagram at Helen underscore Perry um, and she is a marketing expert and her hers are brilliantly concise they are weekly but very worth reading I also read something called six at six um, by Billy Oppenheimer he is Ryan Holiday's research assistant and he sends them weekly on a Sunday at six o'clock and it's always story related so it's stories that he's found through his research and they are just brilliant emails very well put together very well written as you can imagine um, but the stories he shares are just fascinating so there's another one that I really really enjoy and I also like I'm sure millions of other people uh, subscribe to James Clear's 321 email that comes out every week. Again, short and sharp, but really, really effective when it comes to just giving me a nudge around my habits and my sort of the routines I'm in and just, you know, broader stuff that he talks about in that email. So those are ones that can really inspire you. And I'll put the links to them in the show notes if you're not sure what your newsletter should look like. However, when it comes to an author newsletter, I really, really like Joanna Penn's newsletter. She is uh, at The Creative Pen and she is somebody who's been in the author game and she's an independent author. She's been in the game for a long time. I'm talking over 10 years. She was one of the very originals, the OGs of the successful independent author people out there and I really respect her she has the creative pen podcast if you've not listened to that but her newsletter is lovely because she does a really good mix of what she's been up to and her books but also the people she's interviewed on the podcast and also wider stuff that she's been reading about and she's really really in tune with what's going on with AI at the moment so she's somebody that I think does a great job of a newsletter from an author So those are a few there to give you some taster of, you know, what you could do. But like I said, right at the beginning, it's just about bringing people on the journey. They want to be part of the journey. Don't underestimate that and think that nobody would care. They do care because we're inherently nosy, aren't we? And we want to know what's going on in people's lives and particularly people that we like and admire. We want to know what's going on for them, even if they are writing a book and we're not. And before I go, I really feel strongly that email marketing is the thing that's going to help with your book sales in the long run. Yes, of course, you can put stuff out on social media and I actively encourage you to do that because, you know, there's no, absolutely no harm in constantly talking about your book on social media and putting links out there for people to go and buy it. But when it comes to devoted uh, fans or an audience that are already warm and engaged with what you're doing, Email marketing is the thing that's going to keep book sales ticking over for you. And anything else that you do that runs alongside the book, maybe it's a course or it's a workshop you're doing. If you are going to talk to anyone about these things, talk to your email list. 
Well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode about email marketing and it's helped you realize the importance of it in whatever way works for you. Um, And don't feel as though you have to do something that is what the person you admire does um, if it doesn't feel right for you. But do start, start small, start with just a couple of lines about your book, start about, you know, what time you get up to write or what the book's going to be about and what you're hoping it's going to achieve. All of these things, just start adding those to your newsletter. Or if you're feeling particularly brave and excited about writing, you could start a separate newsletter that is just book-based and is just for people who want to sign up to read about your book writing process and your journey and the content and that they can then sort of be the people that you target with sales immediately as soon as it comes onto the market or as soon as you've got enough people start pushing your book to them and they will buy it. If you know any other writer that would enjoy these episodes, please do let them know about the Creating Happy Writers podcast, share it with them, invite them to listen. I would absolutely love to have some more people finding this a useful thing. Uh, And thank you if you've left a review. If you haven't, I'd love it, love, love, love it if you could do that on your favorite podcast provider. Uh, And until next time, my lovely writing friend, happy writing.